Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of the Trademark Sports Podcast. Let's get straight into it this week with our random player of the week, who might be the most unlucky player of all time in the NRL, Cameron King. He's one of the best ever juniors that like, we've ever produced, one of the like, highest rated rookies and all that sort of thing. Like, uh, Managed to captain Australian schoolboys, which not many players can say they've done. But unfortunately for him, he had a terrible time with the injury throughout his career, just an awful run. But um, he managed to play 43 games in the NRL across for the Dragons, Cowboys, and Para. But didn't actually manage to score a try at NRL level. But yeah, he's one of the, honestly one of the biggest what-ifs in rugby league, Cameron King. Because um, we could have had one of the best like hooker careers of all time. But it just didn't get the set out because it was just ruined by injuries. So getting straight into it with our finals predictions. So I've got up a graphic here of like the way all the finals work. I'm going to try and put it on screen. If I can't, then sorry. But so we got... This week, obviously, Penrith versus Para. Now, I think Penrith can get the win here and go into the, straight into the prelim. We'll, like, we'll talk about all these games a bit later anyway. Um, but then we got Storm versus Raiders. Now, Storm, I think, have enough quality to get the win there. Roosters, Rabbitohs, Roosters, after last week, we're going to get the win again. And then Sharkies versus Cowboys down in Sydney, Sharks get the win. So that then gives us a week two of Para versus Storm out at Bankwest. Uh, Rabbitohs versus the Cowboys up at Townsville. Now, for that, I think... Um, was it Para versus Storm? I think Para get the win and go into the prelim against the Sharkies. And then I think Cowboys can get the win there over the Bunnies and over the Roosters, rather, and then um, go and play a prelim against the Panthers. So the prelims would be Panthers-Cowboys. I think Panthers get the win and go to the grand final. And then prelim two is going to be Para versus Sharks, and I think Para go to the grand final, and then uh, so it's going to be Penrith Para grand final, which I think would be absolutely sick, and I really actually I honestly want it to be that, but I think Panthers get the job done again and win back to back comps. So let's get into talking about this week's games. So Panthers versus Eels, this like honestly this is the first game of an absolutely ripper final series. It's probably the closest finals series I can even remember, like in terms of. Just teams, especially one through seven, are so tightly packed and so like just quality. Raiders, I'm going to say this probably go on and win, but I think they're a little bit of a placeholder this year. But this game out at Penrith, Nathan Cleary's back after a few weeks off to get the body right, and I think Panthers will be like hot and ready to go. Like uh, we've seen how well Mitch Moses has played since he had a bit of a rest. So imagine how good Penrith will be with Cleary having a, like a good body. Like last year, Nathan Cleary. Like they want to comp with Nathan Cleary having a busted shoulder. A lot of the players actually had injuries going to the final series. They seem relatively healthy this year, which is a bit scary. Uh, the Eels, uh, they seem to have Penrith's number though recently. I think, like apart from just the loss in the finals last year, they've beat them in the last three or four like outings. Um, so like they're in, like, and then the Eels have also had a, like really good last um month of like footy in the regular season. So they're like red hot in form, full of confidence. So if Para is going to win this game, the way they're going to do it is by dominating in the middle of the field. So if you look at uh, Junior Paulo and Regan Kimmagilla to be absolutely instrumental for the Eels in this game, Mitch Moses will also like have a huge impact on the result in the outcome. Like, and we saw that last time these two teams met. Uh, the Panthers like, were, like, were looking to nullify Mitch Moses' kicking game, which is like he really controlled the game last time they played. Um, so look for a lot of kick pressure on Mitch Moses if like, I'm from Panthers just trying to like, really um, unsettle him. But I think out at Penrith Stadium, it'll be absolutely packed to the rafters for the Penrith fans, and I think Penrith will show why they're the best team in the comp and walk away with the win. Now, 
Storm vs Raiders is a really interesting game. Uh, Canberra will be really backing themselves. They seem to have something over Melbourne in Melbourne recently. Like they've we've won this season, and then I feel like the last three or four maybe they've at least come close down there. And remember, they beat them in the twenty nineteen Grand Finals. John Bateman scored that try right at the end of the game. Um, in saying that, though, Jerome Hughes is back for the Storm. Hopefully, they've given him enough time to be fully healthy. Um, it's just a huge in. It's going to make it tough for the Raiders. The Raiders are at full strength, however. So if they're going to beat the Storm, they got like they got no reason why they can't. Um, Jack Whiten is coming in last week, especially after being rested. Um, and if the Raiders are going to win this game, it's going to come down to the impact that Tarfane and Papali'i have, um, and just how much they turn up. Because if they're going to win this game, they're going to really need to be like just win the ruck and win the contest in the middle. And like, there's no two better front rows to do that uh, than Tarfane and Papali'i. But I do think the Storm will be too much for the Raiders and get over the line and advance into week two. Sharks vs. Cowboys is going to be really interesting because one of these teams will be one game off a grand final. And neither of these teams really expected much in this competition. Sharks were expected to make the finals, but weren't like, we were smoky for the top four, but weren't really considered premiership threats by any means. And many people, including myself, had Cowboys for the spoon. So for them to come in third is absolutely huge in them and just like, Credit to the Cowboys as an organization for turning their like, club around. Um, but the Sharkies get a huge leg up by having this game out at Shark Park. Um, Nico Hines is the key for this game. Um, if he's if he's on, the Sharks get the win. But but if the Cowboys can limit his impact and make make have him make him have a bit of a quiet game, then I think that the Cowboys have a chance of winning this game. Um, and the keys for the Cowboys would be Tamalolo just damaging around the ruck, um, Townsend and Dearden directing them around the park like. Um, if they have a big, like, especially if Townsend has a really good game and can just control, just do his, go about his work, control the game, then Cowboys are in for a big chance. Um, and then one, th- one player who I think is going to be huge for the Cowboys will be Reese Robson, just controlling around the ruck. Um, as, uh, as soon as there's a half chance to run, he'll run and just like, make the Sharks pay for anything, especially off the back of players like Tomalolo, Cotter, even Hugh Griffin, Neem's coming off the bench. Like, I really think it's going to be a huge game. But down in Sydney, I do think the Sharks can get the win and go on to a prelim final for the first time since 2016. I know he's getting excited, Sharkies fans. Roosters versus Rabbitohs. God, as rugby league fans, we are so lucky to get this game in back-to-back weeks. There's just so much narrative surrounding this game. Um, for the for the Roosters, Tupo's been named. I think he's still got to pass some fitness tests before he's allowed to play. Uh, Victor Radley and Suwali'i are back for the Roosters, while Joey Manu's out, which is a massive loss for them. Um, then for the on the Rabbitohs side, uh, Cook and Graham are back, which is massive, and Cam Murray is named. So if he plays, that's a huge in. I don't know whether he's going to be able to pass protocol in time, but we'll see how like, we'll see come game day. Um, but yeah, Joey Murray is a massive loss for the Roosters. It just sort of gives them gives the Rabbitohs defense one less thing to worry about. I thought last week the Roosters game plan to eliminate like the effect of the troll was executed to absolute perfection. Early kicks, making sure Latrell's impact was nullified. Um, and I think if they can do that again, it's going to go a long way to the Chookies getting the job done. But I do think the Rabbit Rabbitohs would have, like they'll have a game plan for it. They'll have a way to to counteract that and make sure Latrell's like the best he can be. Um, so I think while the Rabbitohs will be up for this game and looking for revenge, I just think how the game went last week, the Roosters do get the win, but. Cam Murray and Damian Cook will be massive for the Rabbitohs. They'll be they'll play a whole like a whole different t- game of footy. But I think the I think the Roosters will be trying to get under like ruffle the feathers up of Cody Walker. He just needs to keep, keep a cool head. If he can just like put his head down and play footy, it's going to go a long, long way to the Rabbitohs winning this game. 
Now, on to some questions that you guys asked us. Um, so, over on TikTok, Up the Dragons asked, thoughts on the Dragons signing Jack Murchie and Jacob Little as they're both heavily linked to the club. Now, I really like the signing of Jack Murchie, especially like it makes sense for the club to be looking to add some depth to the forwards, especially in the second row area because we're losing uh, Tarek Sims and maybe Jaden Sewer. It is an obvious downgrade from Sims and Sewer, but he's only 25 and still has some time to reach his potential and it'd be a solid play for the Dragons. And it, like, it makes sense because... He doesn't want to go over to New Zealand, and he's from around the area. Like he's from, he's grew up down in Milton. So, the lo- the local team, local, um, is the Dragons. Um, but Jacob Little, however, I'm not a massive fan of this signing. Obviously, he has some talent. Otherwise, he wouldn't be, like, in NRL squads and that sort of thing. But he couldn't get a run on the team. He won the wooden spoon. How's he meant to improve the Dragons side and get them to the finals? This just signing doesn't excite me at all. Uh, I'm not a massive fan of Andrew McCulloch anymore. I think he's a great player, had a great career, but the game's just moved past him and what he brings to the table. And just Jacob Little just doesn't excite me in any way possible, especially when we have Conor Mulheason coming through the grades. Um, he had a good year until he, uh, he got injured towards the back end of the year. And we're also linked to Reese Robson, who's a lot better dummy half than Jacob Little, no respect to him. But as the Dragons fan... I would much rather see Reese Robson come to the club or blood through a youngster than throw some money at a player who can't even get a run for the Tigers. So it just doesn't make sense to me. But I think Jack Murchie, yes. Jacob Little, not so much. So now um, another question that a fair few people asked, but I'll give a shout out to Julius does TikTok and Um They just asked me thoughts about the Manly situation. And I think there's been just a lot of extra source added to the whole Manly situation. Um, yes, there's obviously some issues there and some of them have definitely arisen since the Pride jersey incident uh, when they went to lose seven straight. There's no escaping that. Like, like obviously, a big divide of the club and like how that was all handled. Um, and then the Fainu conviction doesn't help the morale of the club either, especially because a lot of the um, Polynesian boys are like quite close with him and his family. Um, and then even you've got Latu Fainu who's coming through the grades and everything. So they've got like family at that club too, so they need to make sure they look after them. Um, the Josh Schuster situation is a bit funny. Uh, I think like with the Fulton family telling da- telling Desi that he's not using the juniors right and everything, that's like, I thought that's a bit how you're going because he's debuted Tuipulotu, Kula this season, um, or Zach Fulton as well. Uh, they're bringing through like um, other youngsters. Ben which had more of a run this year. So I think as a whole, Desi's really um, actually developing the juniors quite well and giving them a run, but I think Schuster, he does look a bit off the pace, and to play 5'8", he's got a bit of extra weight on him, that's because he's had to play in the forwards, but hopefully, uh, and Schuster said he's keen for a big off-season, um, not going to the World Cup, so he can be like, good to play 5'8", which I think is going to mean he's going to be like be shredding some like, some kegs off him, but I just think that situation's all a bit weird. Um, Desi's definitely the right man for the job. Uh, I just think they've got to just put some faith in him. Um, and as well, for the next season, rocking up first day of preseason, a fit der- turbo does so much for that side's confidence. And once they like, once they get back with him playing good footy, I think they'll be fine. Um, I like the idea of making Jake Chaboyevich captain, especially if all the players would rather play under him. He seems to be the leader of the team without the title anyway. Like As we've seen, so much footage of him leaving, leading huddles, the yelling at players, telling him to get up. Um, and it also might free up DC to play some of his best footy because he's going to have less pressure on him about being captain and more freedom just to go out and like play his style of footy. 
Um, but yeah, for those who are saying that Daisy should be he's the problem should be sacked, I don't know about that. Like he he bleeds Marone and White. He's mainly through and through, and just like he's a manly man. So I think like he's definitely for me like who you're gonna replace him with. Billy Slater's not gonna come and play for Manly. Like play coach for Manly. Like he had a huge rivalry with Manly through his playing days. I think he probably hates Manly. I don't think he's gonna go and coach there. Shane Flanagan's name's been thrown up. I don't think he's the man for the job. I, the, I genuinely think that Desi's the only guy I can see there to get Manly out of this tough time. Um, so, yeah, thank you, guys. I know it's a quick one this week, but just want to like, keep the ball rolling, just get into finals footy. I'm so excited for it, but if you could just leave a like um, and subscribe to our YouTube and then make sure you download the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, it'll do us a really big favor. Um, but, yeah, thank you, guys, and have a good weekend.